Hello everybody and welcome back to 100 Years 100 Movies. Today we're going back to my favorite decade, the 80s, talking about the year 1987. A year that for me just has a whole bunch of movies that I love. Uh, movies such as A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 Dream Warriors, which is one of the better, one of the best uh, Nightmare on Elm Street sequels. Um, the Princess Bride, Predator, The Lost Boys, La Bamba, uh, Born in East LA, which is just a stupid movie that i like um the running man but probably the movie from that year that's had the most impact on me a movie that i can watch whenever and have seen way too many times definitely way too many times when i was a kid and that is paul verhoeven's robocop robocop is <laughs> this satire that is so subversive in what it's doing that most people when they watch it like just think it's like some silly action movie that has a, a guy in a shitty robot suit you know but this movie and something that Paul Verhoeven has done in a lot of his movies is he puts social commentary into his movies to the extent that like you can miss it and it just because it's presented in such a ridiculous way like um like I said, so RoboCop follows the story of Alex Murphy, played by Peter Weller, who gets shot to pieces and killed, and then basically resurrected as um, this half man, half machine uh, robot, ro robot cop, RoboCop. Um, but it's so much more than that. I mean, there's like if you just want to see it uh, on the level of an action movie, this is probably. The one of the most violent like over-the-top ridiculous um action movies ever made to the point that i think originally it got an x rating for how like violent it is i mean people are like perforated to shit like um kurtwood smith is in this movie as like clarence boddicker who is this nasty criminal killer um he is so bad in this movie that when i saw him in that 70s show i couldn't watch that 70s show because i'm like ah that guy killed robocop um but this movie like like i said i watched this way too many times when i was a kid this movie came out when i was six and i'm pretty sure i saw it like when i was six <laughs> and have never stopped seeing it um i think i i've owned like four or five different copies of this movie um like you name it vhs blu-ray bootleg vhs um dvd um i don't have a, a 4k player but if i ever do i'll probably get this on 4k as well um i love robocop like i can watch this at any time um and i can engage it on either level i can just sit back and when i was a kid definitely i just kind of sat back and just was exposed to much more violence than i should have been <laughs> by watching this movie um but the social commentary man like it is there's so much of it and it's done in such a way where it's satire and um it is biting satire and the sad thing is the ridiculous future that robocop kind of showed is basically the ridiculous future that we're kind of in i mean they have a pandemic in robocop but definitely the police corruption the um, um deregulation leading to uh corruption throughout all sorts of different sectors that um really should it probably have been deregulated to begin with um robocop tried to warn us and we didn't listen because it was 
wrapped around a story that had Peter Weller dressed up as a robot. <laughs> I love RoboCop. Um, and like I said, Verhoeven's done this in other movies, um, like Starship Troopers that uh, came out in the 90s that just had straight up Nazis in it, like straight up Nazi like paraphernalia and... Like, he just changed the color of the Nazi flag. It was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, we're all fascists in the future. And um, once again, like, Verhoeven has this, this whole thing of... His movies are a lot smarter than they seem. And it's it, it's interesting because I, I think he's been able to sneak in a lot of stuff in his movies that he probably would have gotten away with if it had been played a bit more straight. But because it's in these cartoonish... Like, these cartoonishly violent movies that... Um, uh, he kind he kind of it's almost like he um uh, he tricked the censor he tricked everybody by just showing a lot of like blood and guts and tits and ass and and, and was able to sneak these ideas through uh because of it uh robocop to me um like i said i i grew up with this movie i probably shouldn't have but i love this movie and i think this is like one of the all-time greatest movies ever made like i i'm not even joking like i think this is a masterpiece um it's just great if you haven't seen robocop check this out don't watch the remake the remake sucks um this is a much better take on on what they were trying to do um this movie's great and and then the other like really cool thing about it is that like nancy allen is um you know uh murphy's um partner lewis is just as involved in a lot of the action and the effects some of them haven't aged well but to me they look perfectly fine because like i said i've been watching this movie since i was six um but like i think it's just there's this a lot of cool practical effects for this movie there's uh, some stop motion animation which <laughs> i think looks great but i'm sure it probably doesn't um if you haven't seen it do yourself a favor and just get your mind blown by robocop the other movie that i wanted to talk about is evil dead 2 by Sam Raimi, which is a basically just an updated remake of Evil Dead 1 by way of <laughs> a Three Stooges movie. So Evil Dead as a series is ridiculous. It started off as, as like the first one is basically just a straight up horror movie um, with some comedic elements in it. But starting with Evil Dead 2, um, the gloves are off and this is just basically like what if what if the three stooges made a horror movie <laughs> and but made it like one of the most disgusting bloody horror movies ever made um this movie's great i mean look any movie that has a demon hulking up like <laughs> like straight up like hulk hogan um that movie is great <laughs> um sam raimi like he always came up with really inventive ways to shoot things mostly out of necessity and um budgetary constraints and, and and trust me some of the effects in this look terrible but that's part of the charm of this movie bruce campbell like there's a good oof half of this movie almost where years it's just you and bruce campbell as he is basically losing his mind and chops off his own arm because he doesn't want to turn into a deadite and this movie's this movie's a blast like this movie's just really fun um it's there's just something about like 80s horror movies which um to me at least like they hold up and even if the effects aren't perfect 
Um, and especially if the effects are imperfect, that's part of the charm. And Evil Dead 2 is one of those. Evil Dead 2 is a blast. Like, if you're going to watch an Evil Dead, this is the Evil Dead to watch. Um, and, you know, the series itself is great. Um, even the TV series that came later on was pretty good. Uh, even the remake. Like, this is one of the few franchises that had a remake where the remake was good. Um, these are all... These are, Evil Dead's just great. Um, it's interesting just to see, too, like... Um, the parallels between Raimi's work in this with like Spider-Man 2 like the sequence in Spider-Man 2 where Doc Ock gets his um he has his cert like where he wakes up after the accident and, he, and he's been grafted to his mechanical arms like that is straight out of Evil Dead 2 like like that whole sequence um this movie's great like these are two just really really great movies really not <laughs> not what you'd expect but um both definitely worth a watch i mean um if you haven't seen either one do yourself a favor just sit back and get ready to just watch some fucking insanity <laughs> thank you for listening and we'll see you next time